0: Please stand by. Activating the voice of Free Planet X, episode 49, second anniversary special. Activating in. 3, 2. The first time I
1: ever heard the voice of Free Planet X, I was waiting in line at the bank. It was a long line and I was bored, so I had my headphones in. Wow, if I had had any idea what was coming. I would have left the line, found a little privacy, but oh well, I guess you never see these things coming. And maybe if you did, they wouldn't turn out right. Maybe these things have to just hit you like a lightning bolt out of the clear blue sky.
2: This is Christiana Ellis, author of Nina Kimberly the Merciless and the upcoming Space Casey series.
1: Anyway, I'm in line, and I just can't seem to find the right music or podcast to listen to. And then, and then I see it there on that little iPod screen. The voice of Free Planet X. To this day, I don't remember putting it there. I checked later and found that I must have subscribed and downloaded the night before, but I swear I don't remember that at all. So, anyway, I played it, and... How to put it into words? (laughs) I bet a lot of the people you ask about this have the same problem. At first, it was just kind of blinding. Like, when you've been in the dark a long time, and someone just turns on the light. Suddenly, I knew that I wasn't alone. I knew that I had a purpose. So, <laughs> I uh, I lost a little time there, but the episode was a shorter one, so I I came to when the security guards were dragging me out of the bank. Not like I cared or anything, I mean, <laughs> what? i just heard the voice of Free Planet X for the first time, and I was going to keep standing in line at the bank? <laughs> Not a chance. The voice was watching out for me, though, because they didn't arrest me or anything. that's a good thing, because they might have tried to take my iPod, and then I might have had to do something about that. But (laughs) instead, fortunately, I just went home and immediately downloaded the entire archive of the show. And the rest is history, right? So ever since then, I've just had such an amazing new sense of perspective and priorities. All of the things I'd been wasting time on before, job, housework, family, all those responsibilities, burdens, I was just finally able to just let them go. Now that the voice of Free Planet X is in my life, I can focus on the things that are really important, like listening to The Voice of Free Planet X.
2: Christiana's story here is as fantastic as it is compelling. But what I think is even more fantastic is that it's not unusual. Out of hundreds of the people we interviewed for this second anniversary episode of The Voice of Free Planet X, we found that every single person, every single one, had the exact same experience. The exact same. So we're not running them. Instead, we're going to talk about the history of the Voice of Free Planet X from its beginnings in ancient Greece to the entertainment powerhouse it is today. We're going to interview some more of the unusual listeners of Voice of Free Planet X and get to the heart of what makes this podcast such a worldwide treasure. I'm Jared Axelrod, and you're listening to the now two-year-old Voice of Free Planet X. think of the voice of Free Planet X, we think of brilliant short fiction, inspired production, and Groucho Mark references. But in researching this podcast for this, its second anniversary special, I was surprised to learn just how far back the show went. Here's Dr. John Smarr, Associate Program Director, John Hopkins University, Sinai Hospital Program with Internal Medicine, faculty in the Department of Medicine, Division of Infectious Diseases, which obviously makes him an expert. The legend of the voice of Free Planet X goes back far, perhaps
3: to the beginning of time itself. Homer, the ancient Greek poet, was apparently a fan, stealing many plot points and story structures from the show. Cato, the elder, often held the show up as an example of proper storytelling and discourse, stating, the main principle in rhetoric is that you hold fast to the matter, the subject, and the words will follow, just like the voice of Free Planet X. Rem tene verba sequentur justus ut vox vocus salvo orbis X. It was often thought that the show was lost, as so much of culture was, with the coming of the Dark Ages. However, Images resembling the famed ray-gun and microphone-wielding logo have been found in both the margins of the Book of Kells and the Bayou Tapestry.
2: If I can just interrupt you for a second. What it sounds like, and stop me if this is too presumptuous, but it seems to me that human civilization and the voice of Free Planet X go hand in hand. That one cannot exist without the other.
3: I think you've got something there. But I'll wait outside until you clean it up.
2: I feel I should point out here that the podcast, Voice of Free Planet X, that you and I are used to, is not quite the same as the thing that inspired Homer, Cato, and later Mark Twain when he said, all you need in this life is ignorance and confidence, and then success is sure. The reason for that being, audio recording, as you and I know it, as a method of preserving audio, had yet to be invented prior to the invention of audio recording no voice of free planet x story had ever been recorded they are lost to history think about that for a second we will never know these stories makes you think luckily Once audio recording was invented, the show was able to be recorded and preserved, not unlike a drunken breaking and entering arrest you did when you were 18, following you and humanity throughout time, constantly being reminded of every time you and humanity got pulled over for a speeding ticket. Here is an excerpt from one of those early shows nearly a century ago, recorded on wax cylinder at the Edison Laboratory.
0: I was coming past James Fisher's butcher shop, and he had the sausage hanging out, and the sun was shining on it, and as we said, well, Si, what's the sausage got to do with it? And Sai said, well, that's
2: groundhog, ain't it? <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. These recordings were sealed in leather pouches, or pods, and tossed out of boxcars at high speeds which is where the term podcasting comes from. Later, these pods were cast out of zeppelins that flew high above cities, causing some of the most disastrous tragedies known to man. Why? Voice of Free Planet X was no doubt one of the greatest killers in that instance, beating countless thousands of individuals right on the head. Unfortunately. Vindictive enemies with time traveling capabilities have kept the Voice of Free Planet X from being known as the first podcast, despite its centuries of history. But what of the man behind the Voice of Free Planet X? And by that I mean what of me, Jared Axelrod? To learn about me, we go to someone else. This someone else in particular is Chris Miller of podiobooks dot com.
4: This is this is hard to talk about, but one of the things that... um that you don't know is that, uh, Jared and I served a tour together in Nam. When you're in those jungles, you're dependent on one another to stay alive. You share things with one another. Jared always had big dreams. He was always looking for ways to make things better. Whether it was putting those comfort pillows on the, the, uh, handmade stretchers we would use to move the men around or, uh, just that little touch of garlic and dill he would add to the powdered mashed potatoes. It was, uh, he was always, always looking for some way to enrich the experience, you know? Well, uh, you know, it's because of Jared that I got into podcasting at all. He loaned me the $5,000 for my first rig at a measly 25% interest. And I can't, uh, I can't thank him enough for that. And, uh, the check's in the mail.
2: After the break, the voice of Free Planet X cures stress, finds squids, and may, may, give you superpowers. Stay with us.
5: One, two, one, two, three. Hi, I'm a Murr.
6: And I'm a JC.
5: What you doing there, JC?
6: Oh, I'm just putting together the next episode of Seven Sun Book Three, Destruction. It's gonna be good.
5: Oh, cool. I'm looking forward to hearing it.
6: You and 34,999 other people, baby.
5: It's an excellent trilogy. You should be proud.
6: I am. Trust me. I am. You should see me buffing my uh, fingernails on my coat here.
5: Speaking of which, didn't we launch fiction
6: podcasts
5: at the same time
6: in June?
5: Yeah, I launched uh, Heaven Season 3, Earth, last June. Yeah, well, you should
6: really turn your eye to podcasting something that's got a little more legs, Mer. Seventh Sun is still going strong and looks like heaven shut down. You shouldn't end your trilogy in just a handful of weeks.
5: But it's not a trilogy.
6: Uh, it's not?
5: No, I have seasons four and five mapped out, and in between I'll be podcasting my novel, Playing for Keeps. So I'll be podcasting fiction well into 2008. Hey, what do you have on deck after Seventh Sun ends?
6: Uh, uh, I gotta go.
5: Download the Seventh Sun Trilogy and the Heaven Series and look for Playing for Keeps there in November at patiobooks.com.
1: Hello, I'm Christiana Ellis. What's all this about the sound of awesome, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. It's all about synergizing the energy... Hello? Hello, can you hear me?
0: Please, anyone within the sound of my voice. I I need your help. My name is Princess Trelana from the frontier planet of Maltani. For centuries we have lived in peace, until now. Led by a vicious band of interstellar criminals, an insurrection has been spawned, and my father... The rightful ruler of our world has been <laughs> deposed and murdered. I myself only just managed to escape with the help of Stevan, my father's most trusted adviser. We are now on the run, but all is not lost. Though the insurrection leaders have taken our capital, they have not yet discovered my father's secret accounts. We must access these funds, equivalent to ten million credits, if we are to amass the forces necessary to retake our homeworld. Alas, these criminals have flagged all transactions from the royal family, so our only hope is to transfer the funds to the account of an off-worlder, an off-worlder like you. I need your help, and we are prepared to offer you 10% of the total amount for your cooperation in this matter. Please reply to me at the Intergalactic Communications Web at www.spacecasey.com. You're our only hope.
1: And so you can see, the peanut butter is always important. Thank you for listening.
2: Welcome back. This is the Voice of Free Planet X second anniversary episode. I'm Jared Axelrod. We all know how the voice of Free Planet X affects the common man. Terms of euphoria, ecstasy, and gerrymandering get thrown out a lot in that regard. But what of the uncommon man? Jason Adams of Random Signal, the GeekFu Morning Show podcast, and this day in alternate history vidcast tells us this story.
7: So the voice of Free Planet X is two years old. And, well, what a two years it's been. When I first heard the voice of Free Planet X... I was in a bathysphere, nearly seven miles down in the Mariana Trench. I'd been searching for all 700 varieties of the Hodgman Toithus, also known as the itinerant squid. Why was I doing this? Well, there's just certain things a man has got to do in his life. And for me, it was looking for squid. I'd been down in that sphere, in the cold, black ocean, for I don't know how long. could have been hours could have been days, could have been years, I don't know. I had nothing but my own urine to keep me warm. I know that's too much information, but I just wanted to paint a picture of how grim my situation was. Anyways, I didn't, I didn't know if there was even anyone left in the world or the universe. That's how stark, raving mad I was going down there in that bathysphere. But then I heard Jared Axelrod and the voice of Free Planet X. It filled me with hope in a way that I, I don't know if I'd ever Ever felt before, at least not since I'd gotten inside that god-awful metal contraption. I had just about to uh, sabotage my own air supply when I heard it. And it made me realize I wasn't alone in the universe. It gave me the, the will to go on. And not only did I find all 700 of the itinerant squid, I found an additional 100 species. That's right, there are in fact 800 of them. But if it hadn't been for the voice of Free Planet X... I'd be squid bait right now. I'd be frozen down in the dark, deep ocean, all alone. So happy birthday, voice of Free Planet X, and happy podcast-diversary, Jared. I know that's really the same day, but uh, I know that if you helped me out, there are probably thousands of other lost mariners in a thousand other cold bathyspheres who would have slit their own throats long ago if it weren't for you keep up the good work
2: obviously the voice of free planet x works well for the brave and squid seeking but what if you're tired you're poor you're huddled masses yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore the veritable scum of the earth paul fisher of the add cast and the balticon podcast has this story so autobiographical that it actually happened to him personally The first time I
8: heard the voice of Free Planet X, wow, what a day. I mean, have you ever had one of those days which goes from total junk covered in poop to gold covered in chocolate? That was the day I first heard the voice of Free Planet X. To be honest, I didn't even know what I was hearing at the time. It's really hard to hear with a pair of three hundred fifty seven Magnums in your ears. But that voice, it reached out to me across the stars, and I just knew I had to put the guns down and listen to what it was saying. That voice, THE voice of Free Planet X, saved my life. I went from the depths of despair to the heights of happiness and pleasure. Before the voice, I was ready to throw my life away, and after that very first listen, I knew I could do anything, and I did. By the end of that very day, I had paid back the millions that I had stole from the orphanage to pay off my bookie. And I had enough left over to enter medical school and focus my entire being on a cure for cancer. And now... Because of Planet X, I am about to be invited to Stockholm to receive the Nobel Prize. My cure for cancer has just been approved by the FDA, and the money is rolling in by the truckload. My wife is so happy that she has agreed to let me have a third girlfriend. And every day, I thank the voice of Free Planet X, because without you... I would be the rotting corpse of a gambling, philandering, orphan-pimping sleazeball. Thank you, Planet X, for making me a better person and giving me the strength to make the world better, day after beautiful day.
2: Courage, fortitude, gumption, minor paralysis of the extremities. These are all things that the voice of Free Planet X can provide. What are the other health benefits of a podcast such as this one? Here's Chris Miller again.
4: The voice of Free Planet X. That's some powerful stuff. Why, uh, I have played that for other people with post-traumatic stress disorder. And they immediately, they start to come out of it. They start to realize that there's hope in this world. That there's a better way.
6: I had always thought of podcasting as a way to just get media out to the listeners. I never really thought of it as a way to get beauty out to the audience.
2: Podcasting's Rich Siegfried of Requiem the Outcast and about half the internet's content at any given time.
6: Beauty is something that is so subjectified on the internet, but to find a place that has such beautiful stories, such... Moving writing. Honestly, my favorite story, even though I have read for Voice of Free Planet X, my favorite story was not, in fact, the one that I read, although it is a second. My favorite one is... The Bitter Kiss of the Ronin's Cup. I've never really thought that a barista, that that somebody who just makes... Uh, The luscious drink from the the fruit of the bean could ever bring it to a combative level. The the competition, I mean, surely this is where Starbucks must have originally come from. Just Starbucks and and Dunkin' Donuts and, and other coffee places just meeting in battle one night a year to just duke it out to find out who truly is the king of the bean. And yet that story, the, the very essence of that, of, of the, the, plight of the barista is transformed into this small story that is just absolutely amazing. And I, I, I wept. It was so amazing. It, it, it moved me so greatly. I wept. How has Voice of Free Planet X changed my life? How has it changed my life? How has it changed everyone's life? By just bringing in sunlight into my soul. The, the clouds parting from just the, the just the, the filth and the garbage that's online. And finding this bastion of pure awesomeness. That is the Voice of Free Planet X. I, 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 I can't imagine... Anything else that could do that besides the stories that Jared has written on three sixty five tomorrow's dot com. there is no other place where you could find this this amazingness this 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 beauty.
2: Mur Lafferty, author of the Heaven series, playing for keeps, and the other half of the Internet's content at any given time, had a particular and peculiar reaction to the voice of Free Planet X. Mur? You want to tell them about it?
5: I remember the time that Jared Axelrod and I were in Paris. We were comparing short stories, trying to figure out what would go best on Voice of Free Planet X, and there was wine, and there was laughter, and then there was the race to the top of the Eiffel Tower. I'm not going to say who won, and I'm not going to say who sprained their ankle on the way up. But it did spawn the short story story, when Mer sprained her ankle on the way up to the Eiffel Tower. I don't think he's run that one yet, but he's promised me he will at some point. Happy anniversary, Voice of Free Planet X.
2: Mur, if I can just interrupt you for a second. What happened to you after you first heard the Voice of Free Planet X? First heard the podcast?
5: The first time I heard the Voice of Free Planet X, I, um... Well, it's kind of hard to explain, but... I actually grew an organic, cybernetic eye my real one just popped right out. It, it it was, it was astonishing and frightening, really, but it, uh, it was liberating. I could see, I could see so much more. There's so much more in the world that, that you can't see. And I feel sorry for you. But me, I can. And that's awesome. And thank you, Free Planet X. How has the voice Free Planet X changed my life? Well, since becoming part cyborg. Actually, I guess I would just be a cyborg. Since becoming a cyborg, I have been conscripted to fight crime, even though with the cybernetic eye, there's only so much crime I can fight. But um, I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. Yeah. And where would I be without the voice of Free Planet X? Well, I'd probably be all human and um, not fighting crime. So thank you, Voice of Free Planet X. You've changed my life can i get another cybernetic eye because sometimes it's weird looking out with the regular eye and the cyber one and sometimes i feel like i need to wear a pirate patch and there's the whole r thing and uh, you know
2: a world without the voice of free planet x such a thing is too horrible to contemplate and yet contemplate we will such as a world where black is white up is down Tito is made famous instead of Michael, and anarchy and chaos rule. There may also be Nazis. Might as well be.
6: Where would I be without the voice of Free Planet X? Simple. Friendless, brainless, helpless, hopeless, and unemployed in Greenland.
1: What would my life be like without the voice of Free Planet X? Well, I don't really like to think about it, but I guess I'd just have to try to carry on with the things I've learned. Even if I didn't have the voice here with me, I think I'd just have to try to live on. I think that's what the voice would want. I won't actually have to do that, will I? I mean, the voice isn't the voice isn't going anywhere, is it? Tell me it's not going anywhere!
2: luckily the voice of free planet x isn't going anywhere i won't lie to you it was a close call i was considering not doing the podcast anymore packing up shop pod fading with dignity and letting the whole thing turn to legend but i've gotten very excited recently of some new ideas for new episodes and i can tell you that year three is going to be different but no less amazing There's going to be a kick-ass, multi-part audio drama come November about the worldwide handlers of aberrant technology. And coming in December, we'll see the start of my steampunk novel, Way of the Dodo. Yes, year three is looking up. And as we look up, we continue to realize that this could not have been done without the voice of Free Planet X. Show notes for this episode are available at freeplanetx.com where you'll find a list of every contributor for this episode as well as their respective projects and websites. I'm not going to list them right now. You can email me at freeplanetx at gmail.com or skype me at jared.axelrod. Voice of Free Planet X theme was written and performed by Russell Collins of ClockworkAudio.net. As always, thank you for listening.
7: also the host of the greatest podcast that doesn't exist yet. That'd be Scarcast. You haven't heard it yet because, like I said, it doesn't exist, but when you do, it'll be one of your favorites.